Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step-by-step step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. It feels good. And I remember the first call that you and I had, you said, choose a launch date. And the next time we talk, you better have a launch date. <laughs> Don't schedule your call until you have a launch date. And yeah. I actually have a launch date. So right. it was just, I'm glad, you know, we had this call because I started getting all in my head again, thinking, I don't know if this is the right path to take, you know? And yeah. I think just like, again, talking to you, having you like lay it all out in front of me and saying, this is like a very clear path that you can take. Mm -hmm. it, you yeah. Know. Like I said, before you make a decision like this, it's, you yeah. have to look at like, all right, why am I having this question? Yeah. Is it because I just don't want to do this anymore? Right. Or is it more of like, Ooh, like uh, just another reason. Yeah. Right. Like, Oh, like, yeah, this can work, but I'm, I'm kind of afraid to commit to it. And so then it's looking at, well, what are the reasons why? Like, why are we afraid to commit to it? You're listening in on a strategy call that I recently did with one of my new Accelerator Mastermind members who's starting in the January group, the January through June 2020 group. Her name is Amanda Genther, and she's a course creator. She has a membership program, and she's also a service provider where she builds out sales funnels for female online entrepreneurs. She's had her online business now for about seven years. She took a break from it around when her kids were born as she's the mom of two young kids. So she has limited time to work on her business. And the goal of Amanda's call with me was to get some clarity on what to focus on in her business and which direction that she should go in. She's got multiple options to pursue and she feels stuck in her business and she wanted to get unstuck. She wants to get back to consistent cash flow in the business. And this feeling of being stuck has her questioning her business model as well. And so she's looking for help in creating a 90 day strategy plan for Q4. Now you're going to hear a lot of tactical things today as I chat through this with Amanda, but you're also going to hear a lot of mindset work and a lot of mindset questions and things for her to be thinking about. This call, this type of call that you're about to hear is very typical of the calls that I do with our accelerator mastermind members. And so Let's cue the music and go hang out with Amanda Genther. 
Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. All right. Hey, hey, what's up, my friends? Welcome back to the Art of Online Business Podcast. Super appreciate you coming and hanging out with me today. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm here to help online experts grow and scale your business so that you can reach and help more people, so that you can amplify your impact And when you do all those things, my friends, not only do you get to increase your revenue in your business, but you and your audience get to have better lives in the process. So today, I'm going to take you behind the scenes. You're going to be a fly on the wall and come along on a strategy session with one of my new Accelerator Mastermind members for my January group. She's already locked in a spot for the January group. Her name is Amanda Genther. And prior to the call, Amanda shared with me that she felt like she wanted the most help. She needs the most help with a clear action plan for the next 90 days because she wants to get this in place before we officially start in January. And she said that she's lost on which direction to take her business in. Because she feels like what she's doing right now is not working, so it needs to change, she said. But she has no idea where, how, or what to do. And she told me that a win for her as a result of the call would be to have a solid understanding of what's happening in her business and what she needs to be focusing on over the next three months or so. And we start the call today by going over Amanda's business. We break it all down as it is today, uh, what her offers are. We go into each one of her offers. And then we start to unpack where and why she's feeling stuck and work towards getting her clarity and renewed direction in her business. And we finish up the call with a plan for her next 90 days and what she should be focusing on in the limited time that she has to spend on her business. And now, as I mentioned at the very top of the show, we get into a lot of tactics today, but there's also a lot of mindset work that we talk about today. And, you know, as you as you listen to the show here, as you've been listening to the show, you know that mindset is the foundation of everything we're doing in growing our online business. So you're going to hear a lot of that today. And as I mentioned, this is very typical of the types of calls that I do with the members of my mastermind. And we kind of like this. This call here is, is a journey because we start with, all right, what's going on? Let's talk about the business. Let's, let's start to break it down. What do you have in front of you? What assets do you have? What offers do you have? What do you, who are your audiences? How big are your you know email lists and social media and all that type of stuff? And then we kind of begin to unpack it from there and finish up with a clear direction, a clear path for where she, she should be spending her time in the next 90 days. I really think you're going to get a lot out of this strategy call with Amanda. So with that, let's go hang out with Amanda Genther. So Amanda, you mentioned that this these strategy sessions are one of your favorite type of episodes on the podcast. Well, you're going to be the subject of one of said strategy sessions here today. How do you feel about that? I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Let's start off by having you uh, introduce yourself. 
and, okay. uh, and your business and, and what you do, which is one thing we're going to be talking about here today. Yeah. So my name is Amanda Genther and I am best known for custom sales page design for my clients are usually launching um, online courses, membership sites, and higher ticket uh, group coaching and mastermind groups. And yeah, so I'm kind of in a weird transition phase right now where I'm trying to decide which direction to go in next. So that's kind of, I think what we're going to be chatting about today. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your, what are your options as we, as we get into this here? Yeah. So I feel like I have, um, I was, I was thinking about this before we hopped on the phone. I feel like I have four paths right now that I could go down. And one of them is, going all in on a course that I've already launched in the past, my Irresistible Sales Pages course. Another path is my membership site, the Connecting Convert Club. Another path is, and these are really just based on my offers. They're not necessarily like I only have to do one of those, but Mm -hmm. I think my biggest struggle right now is just what is my focus for the next like you know, three months before the end of the year. The third path I see is really going back to the basics and restarting my services and restarting to do some more one-on-one client work. And then the fourth direction, and it's funny, I I like to ask myself every once in a while, what do like what do I really want to do? Like if Mm If I couldn't, like, if money didn't matter, if nothing mattered, what do I really want to do? That, and, that, question, that question was coming next anyway. So, oh, really? Okay. Yes, well, absolutely. I, I guess that's kind <laughs> of like my fourth path. So I don't know. Maybe we should just go into that then. I actually, right. I actually wrote it down. Like, I'm like, what I really want to do is I have always wanted to do templates. So I've always wanted to create design templates. So like, for example, sales pages, which is something I do inside of my course. But I find that people are confused when they're buying my course that they're going to be getting templates. And I I must just be doing a really bad job of explaining that. Um, Because when people hear about my Irresistible Sales Pages course, they just think I'm going to teach them how to write a sales page Mm -hmm. and the basics of designing one, but not necessarily giving them templates to design one. Okay. So before we dive into the course, what was the second option again? So first one, Irresistible Sales Pages course. Second one, what was that one? That's my membership site, the Connect and Convert Club. That's right too. Okay. Just taking notes here. Connect and Convert Club. Mm -hmm. Got it. And the funny thing is, is I feel like they're all very related. They, I, I feel like I do the same thing for all of them. So what I wrote down for like what I really want to do is I wrote, I want to help women build out their automated marketing funnels to consistently bring in new leads to their business. So that's really what I'm teaching people how to do in the Connect and Convert Club. However, at such a small price point and mm-hmm. I don't have as many um, members as I would like, it's not sustainable right now. So that was why the services came up is because I know that for me, the fastest path to cash is services. I can always go back to services and that's always the easiest thing to do. So that was the, that was the reason for the third thing. And then the fourth path, which I said Mm -hmm. was the templates was something that I've just wanted to do for a really long time. And it's something that I, like I said, I do inside of Irresistible sales pages, but I'm questioning 
if I retire my sales page course and really just double down on just providing like done for you templates for them to build out their automated marketing funnels. What really, well, you already, you already just kind of answered that. My question was going to be what really lights you up. Yeah. But before we answer that, what's the ultimate goal here? Because it's easy to start talking about, you know, what's the fastest path to cash, mm-hmm. right? And you know, you can do done for you services. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do that. You know that you can do a course. Let me, let me rephrase that. You know, you can sell a course. You know, you can sell a membership program. You know, you can do all these things. It's not a question of like, ooh, is this going to work? You already know the answer to that. So I think we have to look at this from the perspective of what do you really want to do long term if I know that money obviously need to be making money, but what happens is, is when we focus on the easy, meaning like done for you services, when it's really not what it lights you up, it's just prolonging what you really want to create in your business. Right. And as you're listening to that, I can see you're nodding your head. Like, you know, this, and so I'm not saying don't do the done for you services. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just kind of pointing out that if you were to go that path, it's just going to prolong what you really want to create in the business. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to the course real quick. So let's kind of tackle each one of these individually. Tell me again, how much revenue have you generated from the course? Because you, when you sold it and it's been a little while since you sold the program, how did it do? So I will tell you how it's done so far this year, because this was the year that I relaunched it. And before that, I hadn't sold it for a couple of years. So this year, so far, it's made close to $11,000. Okay. And then when you sold it before though, you had a lot more revenue from that. Yes. What was the kind of, what kind of revenue from it? And it was like Um, 20, early 2018, was it? it, No, it was um, 20, actually 2015. August of 2015 is when I actually launched the course for the first time. And then I relaunched it in January of 2016. It was a much lower price point, but I had a lot of really, I got a lot of customers from it. And I got that first round of awesome, like testimonials and case studies and everything. Um, And so, I mean, back then, probably I would say, I mean, probably around like 15,000, I would say within the span of the first year that I had it launched. Mm-hmm. Around in, 20, in, in 2015? 2015 and 2016. Okay. So 15K between the two. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And what was the price point? I actually launched it for the first time at $97. It only focused on teaching people how to design their sales page. It had no copywriting modules in it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I launched it for the first time at $97. And then mm-hmm. I think the highest it ever got was 247 in 2016. Okay. And then what'd you launch it for? What was the price in 20, this year in 2019? 497. And I also added in a copy. So now it's teaching them how to write design and launch their sales page. Okay. So how to write design and launch sales page. Yeah. Okay. So what's the promise of the course? The promise of the course is that by the time they're done, they will have a sales page written designed and ready to launch, ready to go for their launch. And they can do it within a matter of a week if they sat down and really focused on it. Okay. Now, from the design perspective, 
can't somebody just go into, and I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. Can't someone just go into lead pages or Instapage or ClickFunnels or whatever, you know, landing page software tool that we have available. Can't someone go in there and just get a templated design sales page? Yes, they can. (laughs) Okay. So what's the difference there then? The difference is I think the, First and foremost, I have an irresistible sales page copy blueprint that basically breaks down the 14 sections that you need to include on your sales page. Mm. So the design templates take that into consideration. They design it for those 14 sections that you need to be including on your sales page. They're also very different from your typical just like online marketing sales page. They're more focused toward a female business owner who like coaches and interior designers, like more creatives. Mm -hmm. So they have a definitely, they have a different style. So they're a little more unique. So yes, you could definitely go into lead pages and just, you know, slap up any old sales page, but this Mm -hmm. one is more, it looks more custom and on brand for their offer. Okay. So you're giving them in the course, in the design part, you're giving them pre-made templates. Yes. Two of them two pre-made templates that how do they get the, and this is my non-techie side. (laughs) So how do they get those templates to actually use it as like, all right, I want to send traffic to this page. Yeah. So I have actually a couple of options. So the first and foremost, I focus on WordPress using the Elementor plugin. So it makes it very easy. I can just export the entire template and they just Mm -hmm. import it and right into their page and voila, they have a, a designed sales page ready to go. They just have to change out the colors, change the images if they want, and then change out the copy. That's all they have to do. And then I also have a Kajabi template and a lead pages template, just in case they use one of those. It's the same design template as the ones I do for WordPress, yep. but they're for Kajabi and lead pages. Okay, great. Okay. And, and same so, thing. They just, they just upload the template and they're good to go. So you could create one for other tools like yes. Thrive Themes, yes. Funnels, Instapage, whatever. Yep. Yep. I just find that the majority of my audience uses either WordPress, Kajabi, or lead pages. Love it. Okay, cool. And you've got two templates in there. Correct. You have the copy blueprint. Mm-hmm. You teach them what... Like, so tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I walk them section by section. First, we go through like the planning stage. So really getting clear on who your target audience is, getting on the phone with them and asking about their problems so that basically they're going to write your sales page for you because you're going to use their own words and then uh, crafting your, your launch offer. So like, what is your offer? What are the bonuses? Getting all of those details so that when we get into the writing phase, you have most of that prep work done already. So then you're really just plugging things in and just creating like that conversation. So I'm walking them section by section, like section one is your opening headline. Here are some ideas for your opening headline. Here's the goal of it. And now time to write it. I love it. I love it. How many people did you launch to when you did 11K this year in 2019? How many people did you launch to? As far as like how many people are on my email list? Well, so all right, let me actually, let's back up. How did you launch it? Uh, so I did one webinar. And how many people registered for the webinar? I had a hundred and I think it was like 170 something people register for the webinar. Okay. And so 
All right. I'm just taking a bunch of notes. I'm grabbing my phone, grabbing the calculator like we always do. Grab the, let's get some numbers going here. So you did $11,000. I actually did seven or it was like, I think it was 7,000 during that live launch. I've done the rest of it during Evergreen. Okay. All right, cool. So 7,000 divided by 497, that is 14 sales. Yeah, I had 14 people. Okay, cool. So that's almost almost 10% of the overall number of registered people. Yeah. That's really strong. Yeah. And that's also a, let's see, divided by 170. So $41 earnings per lead. Mm-hmm. So all I did to get that was take 7,000 divided by 170 people. Mm-hmm. So if you were to run ads to that webinar, it gives you kind of a benchmark, right? It's not like set in stone because you're only doing this once or this on this way, but right. $41 earnings per lead is really good. So, okay. Then you did, then you have $4,000 through Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. What's that? So, yeah. So, I mean, I was so lazy when I set this up that I haven't even actually recorded a, like a webinar for the Evergreen funnel. I just plopped my live webinar into the Evergreen funnel. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because like I, I have all the slides done and everything, but there, I don't know if it's just like procrastination, if it's self sabotage. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I just have not got myself to sit down and re-record a webinar okay. for that program. I feel like I'm having a lot of blocks around this program right now, which I think is why I'm. I feel like there's a lot of confusion happening, is specifically because of this program. Okay. That's what we're getting to. Yeah. But I'm just trying to paint the picture of like yeah. what's going on here. So are you running ads to the Evergreen? No, I haven't so, run any ads to the Evergreen funnel at all. So how do people, how do you make the 4,000? Where do those people come from? So those people are all coming through my lead magnet, which I'm promoting just like organic traffic on my website through social media. And then they're going through a nurture sequence where I'm inviting them to sign up for the masterclass, which then they're buying off of the masterclass. And I have noticed that the people who have purchased during the evergreen funnel, mm-hmm. I mean, there's only what been eight of them. Yeah. So eight of them. Mm-hmm they've known me. So they're not brand new to me. They know me. They've been kind of in my circle for a little bit. So I think that helps to where, yeah, I haven't really had any like cold audience, like cold people come off, you know, sign up for my lead magnet and then purchase right away. I think that actually happened one time, but you know, that's just the minority. Do you know how many people have gone through the funnel? (sighs) I think there, last time I checked, um, I actually just switched it over to an instant access style. So I don't have the stats as easily available. But when yeah. I looked, it was like, I think it was like 300 people who had signed up for the masterclass, the Evergreen masterclass. The automated okay. One. okay. Mm-hmm. So eight sales divided by 300. That's a 2.6, 2.7% sales percentage. Yeah. On 497. Mm-hmm. So do you think that's good or bad? I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. So your numbers are good. That's what, kind of what I'm trying to paint the picture of yeah, know. before we go before <laughs> we go to what the block is because yeah. the block is really the is really the issue. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't mean that in an issue like in a negative way. I think that when you say there's a block, it's like we need to get to the bottom of that mm-hmm. to figure out. Because if you tell me like Rick, this I've had this course, my it just it doesn't sell. You know, it, that's that that's just not true. 
because it is selling, it has sold, people do want it. There's definitely things you can do to improve it. But let's talk about this block. Yeah. Where do you, like, what's going on with that? I feel like (laughs) at this point, I don't know why I feel like it doesn't work because I like, even on our last call that we had, you had me look at the numbers and I was like shocked at how much money it had actually made because I don't feel like it's made that much money. You know what I mean? So when I look at it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually making me money. So I don't know exactly where that block's coming from, but I can tell you that there are moments where I'm just like, I just, I don't want to talk about sales pages anymore. Like, I feel like I've run out of things to say, you know, like, it's like, okay, I don't know what else I can talk about. And sales pages are kind of boring. Like they're kind of boring to talk about. Okay. So why do you, but why do you think you have to come up with new things to talk about with sales pages? I don't know. I don't, cause I mean, and I know like, I feel like I've said it all, but I know that there are new people in my audience who haven't heard it yet, you know? So it's like, I feel like I need to keep repeating myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but, you it, all, but people in your audience who have heard you say things also need to hear you say things over and over. Right. Because if they haven't taken action, something hasn't resonated with them right. in a way to get them to take action. Yeah. Right? So that in addition to new people coming into your audience, they need to hear this. Yeah. And I mean, trust me, I get it. It's like for me, I've been talking about Facebook, Facebook ads for 10 years now. It's like, I mean, yes, is it always changing? Yes. But the fundamentals are the same. And so it's like, how many times can I talk about, you know, knowing your audience or targeting or what have you, but these are the fundamental things, right? Of ads, or I can talk about, you know, how to stop doing all the things in your business. If you are the CEO, like, you know, like these are just fundamental things, but yet these are integral parts of growing your business, right? Mm-hmm. And so for you, for sales pages, what we can do is, what, what I like to look at is, now, again, it's different if you're like, Rick, I do not want to talk about sales pages anymore. If that's, if that's the case, that's a different story than, you know, I don't think that I can be talking about sales pages in any different way than I have been for all these years. And oh, I thought that my course wasn't selling. Well, we know the course is selling Mm -hmm. and you're an expert in sales pages. So if that's the case and you're like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Well, I I do want to build that out. I do want to continue down that path and like, let's expand this. Well, that's, you know, that's a different conversation because then it's more, all right, coming up with different content pillars, if you will. So like one of them could be copy. I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. One, one could be copy. One could be layout. One could be headlines. One could be design, right? And then from there, you have your three, four, five different content pillars, if you will. And then you start coming up with different angles for each one of those content pillars. And so let's just say you come up with five different angles for each one. Well, now you have 25 different topics, if you will, that you just kind of rotate through. And it's a case of, again, people need to hear things in different way in order for that to click with them. And so there's definitely a solution for this. It's a matter of, do you want to go down that path? Right? So with that, let's talk about 
we'll come back to that, right? So let's let's talk about the membership program. Okay. So tell me revenue-wise on that. Where are you at with that? Yeah, so that one so far this year, which just launched in August, has made four thousand, close to four thousand dollars. Okay. So it's only been open for we're recording this at the very beginning of October. Yep. So two months essentially. Yeah, we're just in our second month of live content right now. Okay, cool. And how much is it per month? So when I launched it, it was $27 per month or $270 for the year. Um, most people did the the monthly. I also did a founder's launch at $500 each and had five people sign up for that. So that's $2,500 worth of the $4,000 that are from just five people alone. And then... I actually just bumped it up to $47, but I, I sent out one email for this mm-hmm. month to my waiting list and had two people sign up. So, but right now it's, it's set at $47 per month. Okay. So, but most of that, so of the 4,000 that you made, 2,500 came from the, the founding member $500 price. Yep. So $1,500 is the reoccurring. Yep. Right. So let's just take $27 for that $27 a month, 1500 divided by 27. That is 55, 56 members. Is that about right? No, no, no. Hold on. So there's right now we're at 25 members. So we had five people at $500 each. Mm -hmm. I did have, I had one person sign up at 270 for the year. Okay. And then the majority of them were at $27 per month. I had mm-hmm. two people sign up at $47 per month. And I had one person sign up at $37 per month. <laughs> okay. So different, different things. Yeah. Like a little that. bit different. Yeah. But okay. about 25 people are in there right now. Got it. What's the promise of this membership? So what I am doing uh, for them is helping them build kind of like what I mentioned at the beginning of this is helping them build out that automated marketing funnel for their business to generate consistently. And so each month we go through like one phase of the system. So for example, August was, or September, sorry, September was all about creating your lead magnet. I also have a foundation module that they need to do before just getting to know their target client, their message, their offers, that stuff. And then this month was nurturing those new subscribers. So building up that nurture sequence. And then next month is going to be creating consistent content. So like each month we're kind of going through one part of that marketing system Mm -hmm. and teaching them how to build it out. What's the feedback been? I only lost one person in September. So everybody else stayed. So as far as I know, I've actually, this is the quickest I've actually been getting like testimonials and case studies as well. So the Mm -hmm. people that are in it Mm -hmm. are super involved, committed, like they're in it. It's just about growing at this point. What's, how would you overcome the objection of, well, I want to do this, but I don't want to wait, you know, month to month to month in order to build my funnel out. So what I always say is that it, yes, somebody could come in and just want everything at once, but the chances of them actually sitting down and giving the proper amount of time to focus on each of those pieces Mm -hmm. is slim that they would actually sit down. They would just do something really quick, throw it out there and be done. So 
honestly, like I found, I do a challenge at the end of the month and I still have people who are like, I still didn't have time to do this. Like I have my lead magnet, but I didn't get it set up on a landing page because the majority of my people that I'm working with are working with one-on-one clients. So what I'm trying to do is help them carve out time to work on their business and actually set up this marketing system because they just don't have it right now. So the idea of them being able to just do this all in one month is just not feasible for them Mm -hmm. because they just don't have the time. Do you have like almost like study hall hours, if you will, like a set time during the month, or maybe it's like once a week, I don't know what it, like whatever, like, all right, this is our work time. Yep. So we do, we do the first week we do the monthly training, which is only about 30 minutes. I try and keep my trainings pretty small, but I have like a action guide that they need to go through once they're Mm -hmm. done watching the training. The second week we do a first, we do a one hour coaching call and then that's followed by a one hour co-working session. So it's a two hour little gap right there. And then the last week of the month we have the challenge. Love it. Okay, cool. Last question on the membership before we move on to to the services part is how did you launch this? What kind of launch did you do to get those people in there? Just emails. It was just, yeah, it was just to my email list. I didn't do, I I don't even have a lead magnet or anything for this, for the membership. Got it. And how big is your email list again? Um, So right now I have 3,000. 3,000. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Now... Restarting services was the third option. Yes. What, tell me about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I like working with clients. Mm -hmm. I just don't like the needing to be sitting down at my computer because it does take a lot of time. And because I have very limited time to work, just having my kids in daycare two days a week, Mm -hmm. it gets a little bit challenging. Again, I feel like I'm kind of falling into the problem that my customers have is where they just don't have the time to work on their business because they're so into other people's businesses. So I know this is a season that I'm in right now, just not having as much time as other people have. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do love working with clients and I don't think I'll ever stop working with clients as far as like, I can't see myself stop working with clients because I do love still being in it. So like if I'm teaching something, I really do love to be in it and constantly be learning and kind of knowing like what's working right now. I think it's just a matter of putting systems into place. So that, cause right now I feel like I'm just, I'm a one woman show. I did just bring on a VA. I finally found a VA. So I do have her handling the podcast, but eventually if she could start handling more of the service side, I feel like it could go a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. So for example, like a client that I usually do custom sales page designs. That's how I make the majority of my service revenue. But I have another client who I just started working with where I'm doing a list building campaign, some Facebook ads for a list building campaign for her. And then I'm building out her webinar pages for her upcoming launch. So just kind of like building out. I like I do like to be in the weeds sometimes, like with yeah. my customers' businesses, like really in there, like connecting everything together and stuff that makes me excited. It's just like when there's too much, it's, it's just, it's overwhelming. And I think part of that for me is just making sure I'm pricing high enough to where it's worth my time to actually be doing it. Totally. Well, so, so yeah. Okay. And all right, got it. And then like, I mean, what kind of revenue would you be looking at on a monthly basis if you were to do the service-based part of the business? Yeah. So I kind of, would you consider coaching and like services in one group? Um, coaching and 
when you say services, meaning like what you just described. Like so services, with- yeah, like I'm in there, I'm doing it, I'm implementing yeah. it for yeah. them versus... No, I- I like no, that differently. Okay. Yep. Okay. So services, I would say right now I have one retainer client or no, two retainer clients, one who pays me just on a monthly basis, just a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And I, she's easy to work with. I absolutely love her. And then the other ones are just one-off projects. So I would say, I would say probably if I could be making $5,000 a month in just services alone. Cause my goal right now is to get to consistent 10 K months. So I'm just kind of thinking like breaking that down. If I could get to five K months, which would probably be four clients a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, less than that, if they're paying all, all within the same month, um, most of my client projects cost like the average cost of one project is normally around 25 to $4,500. Okay. So yeah, about two to four clients, I would say per month. Got it. Okay. And with the, the limited time that you have, yeah. I mean, unless you get the evergreen funnel kind of humming along, yeah, you're kind of having to choose which one to focus on. Exactly. And I think that's the dilemma. That's the, that's the problem I'm having right now is I'm in yeah. that like messy middle where it's sure. like, <laughs> which sure. one? Okay. And then for the fourth thing, you said you've always wanted to do, to do templates, yeah, sales page templates, but yet you're already doing them inside the course. I am. And you could add to those, right? You and I did add- plan on doing that. Okay. And so the thought there was if you were to just do templates, am I understanding correctly? Yes. So basically my thought process was to use my sales page copy blueprint as kind of like a client acquisition. Cause that is like the first step, right? You have to write your sales page before you can design it. So, mm-hmm. and that's the number one thing actually that I get people asking me about is actually, I don't know how to write a sales page. That's the number one problem. When I ask people like, what's the biggest frustration you have with sales pages is yep. I don't know how to write it. So then it's like, okay, you write your sales page, but now you need to design it. And I get a lot of people then asking me, like when I launched Ears as full sales pages, are you going to sell your templates separately? And I've always thought about doing it, but the thought of like, I don't know. I'm just, it's one of those things where that's something I've never done before. I've never mm-hmm. just sold my templates by themselves. So it's a little bit like, I don't know. It's unknown yeah. territory. So I don't, I don't love, I mean, here's what I'm thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And, and obviously I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to help you make a decision on which path to go down. And then yeah. once you make that decision, let's try to make the most of it. Right. Yes. And so I like the idea of the templates. I don't love the idea of them being on their own unless they're priced higher. So here's where I'm going with this. I like your course. I really like your course because I hear this from students all the time. They're like, I have no idea how to write a sales page. I have no idea how to like format the page. Like, Oh, what section goes where, Mm -hmm. you know, and they have like all their testimonials, for example, buried at the bottom. And you're like, scroll, 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 scroll before you even get there. And it's like, well, let's move those up, you know? And so like they need help with this is a, this is a need. I see it all the time. And so what I think would be really cool is to remove the templates or maybe have one template as part of this uh, as part of the course, mm-hmm. but then you have a template pack, if you will, as an upsell. And 
maybe you do sell the template pack as a bundle, like on your site, but it's for way more expensive. And I don't know what that price would be, but it's more expensive than what the upsell is. So the upsell is like a special one-time offer, get it for whatever, I don't know, $47, $97, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when we think about upsells, right? We think about bonuses, upsells. We want to be looking at how can we make their results easier and faster? Mm-hmm. Boom, sales page templates do that, right? right? You're, like, you're, you're giving them the templates. So I, I kind of like that direction instead of just doing a stand, like going away from everything else and just having a standalone thing with, with templates. Mm-hmm. So out of what you just told me, yep. you know, I think that if you were to continue with one or two of your clients. And then I personally like the sales page course idea. Yeah. You've proven that it sells. You know, you, you think you were thinking that, you know, it doesn't make much money. Well, you really haven't launched it. <laughs> you know, you haven't done like a full on launch for it. I think that you haven't taken it seriously. Yeah, I agree. And so for kind of, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, kind of half-assing it a little bit, you've done really well which is great. You know, you had 170 people, for example, register for that webinar earlier this year and you did seven, you had 13 sales, 14 sales. Mm -hmm. Like that's a great conversion rate on that. And granted that was all warm traffic, but heck you could be building out. I, I think that, I think what's holding you back. And I think you know, this is that you haven't gone all in on it. I think I'm, I'm like afraid of committing. <laughs> right, exactly. And you're telling the universe basically to get a little woo-woo. You're telling the universe like, I want to do this a little bit, but you know, don't give me too much money here with this. Yeah, right. You know, I'm not really committing to it. So just a little bit is okay. Yeah. You know, and so once you make that commitment to it, then that's when things are going to change. Yeah. Right. I like the idea of the membership, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm a big fan of like going all in at least at first on one thing yeah, and really getting that humming along and really generating some nice revenue before moving on to something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm not saying do away with it, but at the same time, it is going to distract you from yeah. you have limited time already. It's going to distract you from, if you go into all in the course, it's going to distract you from that. Yeah. Hey, real quick. If you are an online expert, in other words, you're a course creator, you're a coach, you're a consultant, and you've already achieved a certain level of success in your business, but you're now spinning your wheels to get to the next level, whether that's to break through six figures, maybe it's to get to multiple six figures or even seven figures. If that's you, you very likely do not need another course or to read more books. What you need is a cohesive growth strategy, one that accompanies coaching, accountability, support, and community. My friends, I'm now taking applications for my next six-month Accelerator Mastermind, which runs from January 2020 to June 2020. I filled my October through March group, so I'm now opening up enrollment for the January group. If you're ready for coaching, support, and accountability in taking your online expert business to the next level, then my six-month Accelerator Mastermind may be for you. 
to learn more, to apply and schedule your free strategy session with me to find out if you might be a fit for the accelerator, go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. All right, let's get back to the show. Just let's take a pause here. And where are you at right now with what, what we're talking about? So I, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. I do think I have half-assed the course up to this point. It took me two years to relaunch the course. Mm-hmm. And I finally did that with, you know, Amy Porterfield's help at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just don't feel like I've, I don't think I've, sat down and just really just went, like you said, all in just full on focused for that course. I've never done that before in, you know, four years of having it out there in the world. So I do see the potential in that course. And I, I don't think I say, it's like, I don't know what else to say about sales pages. I don't think that's the actual reason. I know I can come up with more. I have a whole list of like topics to talk about for sales pages. I know that's not the issue. I don't know what the issue is. (laughs) I think it's, maybe like putting myself into a box. Like I only know about sales pages when I feel like, you know, over eight years of running a business, I I know so much more about running a business where, Mm -hmm. where it's hard for me to just want to talk about sales pages. And I think that's kind of where that struggle comes from is like, I have so much more I want to share. So I don't know if maybe that's it or what it is. Isn't that interesting? Because where do sales pages fit into running a business? I mean, they make money. They make money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're needed to. They're, well, they're not needed, right? right. But they're very in a very important aspect of how you bring in revenue right. into your business. Now, you could have an offer that goes directly to an order form, of course. Mm-hmm. So, why do you think you have to only talk about sales pages? I don't know, and that was actually something I was thinking about earlier because I was like, okay you know, trying to kind of just like reverse before someone comes to me, what are they doing? What are they thinking before they even find me and download my sales page starter guide? And obviously like they're launching something new, right? So they're, they've got this new idea. They're trying to put together this new idea. That's where a lot of their time is focused. And what I find is that it's like two weeks before they launch and they're like, I don't have a sales page. Like, mm-hmm what the heck am I supposed to do? I can't hire anybody. I don't have the budget to hire someone. I have no idea how to do this thing. And then that's when they find me and they get my help. So realistically, I could talk about all those things that come before you even need a sales page so that when they do need a sales page, I'm there. They know that that's available to them. So yeah. Your job is to attract your ideal audience. Yeah. Your ideal audience has a whole lot of challenges going on, Right. Right. And your solution is from is in the sales page element, if you will, of the mm-hmm. overall picture. Mm-hmm. But you're speaking to and you're able to speak to from an expert status, if you will, about the other things mm-hmm. too, right? Like how do we get traffic to a sales page? Mm-hmm. You know, just all kinds of different topics that you can talk about that are relevant and helpful to the audience that you want to attract. Right. But what you sell is I'm going to save you time. I'm going to save you money because what's the alternative, right? For writing a sales page, you go hire a copywriter. Copywriter is going to charge you what, thousands of four, dollars, four or five, 6,000, mm-hmm. even more like North of that, you know, for a, for a top notch copywriter. 
for one sales page. For one sales page. You're selling it for $4.97. You're going to walk them through step-by-step for them to do it themselves. So they're going to save money and they're going to save time. Those are the two biggest objections that whenever somebody has an offer, what are the two big objections? Time and money. Yeah. Right? So you're solving both of those problems and you're teaching them in a way to do it for high converting. Mm -hmm. Now, high converting is relative, right? Right. But you're setting them up for success for conversions. It's like paint by numbers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that you can o- that you only have to talk about ads, right? You could talk about, I mean, again, you can talk, I'm sorry, I said ads because I was thinking my thing. Like <laughs> I'm saying that because for the first few years, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I have to talk about ads again. I mean, granted, I love it. I could talk, I'll talk, you know, your ear off. But like to your point earlier, it's like, all right, it gets kind of old. But then finally it clicked and it's just like, well, wait a minute. There's a whole, whole lot more you know, aspects. And this is before I even started talking about mindset on the podcast or in my you know, Instagram stories or whatever, like mindset and, and all the other business building stuff that the art of online business is all about now. Now, back before I even got to this point, a couple of years ago, I was still talking about copywriting and landing pages and all that stuff. And so that's not, you know, how to target your ads. Those are all relevant topics that are helpful to the people that I was, I am helping. Does that make sense? Yes. And so you don't have to be, you know, pigeonholed, if you will, to only talk about sales pages. Yes. Because you're known for that and because you provide a solution for that, it should be top of mind mm-hmm. as you're talking and teaching, but it doesn't mean you like you talk about all kinds of stuff. Right. How does that feel? I mean, yeah, it makes total sense. And as you were talking, I was just kind of thinking too, like long term, realistically, like if I can get the course making the amount of money that I want it to make and that I need it to make, then that's obviously going to be like best case scenario because that would then give me that time freedom. I don't know if I mentioned it on our last call or not, but on mine and my husband's goal for next year is to flip our first house. Well, Mm. if I'm strapped to a computer all day long, I can't be at a house. You know what I mean? Like I can't be at the job. So and I can't spend time with my kids and I can't take a week off of work and stuff like that. So there's a lot of things where I feel like if I could get this course making the numbers that I needed to make, then that's best case scenario. It's can just you, a matter of getting there. First of all, I'm a huge flipper flop fan on HGTV. <laughs> my wife and I have been like burning through the seasons. We're, we're oh, yeah. watching backwards and we have now, <laughs> we're on season one. We only have like five episodes left and then we're Oh, that's so sad. Watch the entire show. <laughs> um, <laughs> so random side note. Can you see that number I'm showing you right now? Yeah, 20%. 20 sales. Oh, 20 that sales. $10,000 divided by four ninety seven, And that would be if you didn't have any upsells. Yeah. Right? That's if somebody bought a four ninety your 497 course in order to make $10,000, that's 20 sales a month. Yeah, that's not... That doesn't seem impossible. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, and that's not even like, you know, if you do a launch, right, right. Where I'm just, I'm breaking that down to show you that it's not a ton of people 
right. in order to reach that. So what we want to get you to, if that's something that you want to do, if like, you know, flipping houses is something that you want to do down the road, and this is a focus of yours here, then my guess is that you want to evergreen the sales of this course at some point, yeah. right? But we need to get live launching before we go to evergreen, right? You know this. Yeah. And so if this is a case of, you know, kind of, this is how I see it. Based on our conversation today, I think that, you know, keeping one or two, as I mentioned, of your service clients mm -hmm. that you're doing, that you're working with, and then go all in on this course and get live launching. And this is going to require, you know, some, running some ads and building the email list, you know, because you got a nice email list of 3,000 people. Okay, cool. There's a whole lot of other people out there that need to hear this message. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of finding them. <laughs> I mean, who would you think that you would... Where does your audience hang out, you think, on Facebook and Instagram? Yeah. So the people that I mainly target, and I actually just got... I have a, a lead generation campaign running right now to my starter guide. And okay. my biggest targets are Amy Porterfield, Mari Smith, Social Media Examiner. I do some targeting towards like Russell Brunson. And then I mostly just do lookalike audiences. Okay. What's your, what's your cost per lead? Um, so I keep it, it's always under $2. So it's right now, I think one of the, like the Russell Brunson ones close to a dollar per lead. And then the other two are like a dollar 50. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> no. it's going really well. So I just, I actually, and I don't know if I, I think I said this on the last call, but I freak out when I'm running Facebook ads. So I like, I, it will be going super well. And then I'll be like, Oh my gosh, it's all going to crash and burn. Like bump it down to $3. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I, on sub $2 on a, on a lead magnet. It's just like open. Let's, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Know? So there's things there that you could be doing. For example, I mean, heck on the, th there's all kinds of things you can do on the thank you page there. You can invite them to a webinar. Yeah. You know, that's automated. But what I'd like to see you do is continue to build this audience up and start doing some live launches. Yeah. And this is going to generate revenue. I'd like to see you... What do you think about the upsell idea? Yeah. So it's funny that you say that because I actually had an upsell during my live launch in February or March or I can't even remember when I launched it. And it was a template. So you got two templates inside of the course. And then the upsell was you got a complete funnel template pack. So you got webinar mm. registration pages, you got tripwire pages, you got thank you pages, you got how, all that stuff. How did, how did that convert? I only had one person take me up on it. Out of? I mean, out of 14, but <laughs> okay. All right. I don't, and again, I don't think I did a great job of selling it. I used, you know, thrive carts upsell page rather than designing my own upsell page. I didn't yeah. have a video. Like I kind of done a video to really walk them through the different pages they were going to get. Mm -hmm. I definitely could have put more effort into it, but it was one of those, I literally just like kind of threw it up there. I had the templates already created. I threw it up there to see what happened. And one person bought in, it was 197 is how much okay. that was. And one ninety seven in the course was four ninety seven. Yes. Okay. I mean, it might be a little. I think a little bit high okay. on the pricing for the yeah. up, for the for an upsell on a four ninety seven. It's not terrible, but a little bit high on that. Right. Um, and look, when it comes to upsells, well, I mean, with everything here, you just got to test it out, yeah. right? I mean, so it could be a case of I like the idea that you tested that. I mean, that's a really good idea. Here, like, hey, here's the here's templates for the entire funnel. Mm -hmm. Boom! I love it. Like I would test that again 
yeah. I would put again, put more effort into like going all in on this. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to make this work here. And you know, I might do an upsell on a 497. I might do that pack at, I don't know, either 97 or 147 or something like that. Yeah. Again, it's all testing to see what works. I like this a little bit better, right? And if someone were to come to you and say, Amanda, I want, I just want you to do it for me, right? Yeah. Well, then you price it accordingly. That makes it worth your while. Yeah. Right. I've actually had one client who did hire me and then another one who came to me, hasn't hired me yet, but basically wanting me to take the template and customize it for them, just do it for them. And I, for the one client who did pay me, it was $1,500 and I got it done within a matter of five hours. So it's very profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just took my own template that I'd already created that was for the course and took her content. She already had her sales page copy written. So I also thought, again, I mean, like I've got a million ideas, is doing something like that as well, where it's basically the done for you. And I have two packages. It's on my website. It's $1,500 for like a short and sweet sales page. And then it's $3,000 for a long form sales page. So that you create and write or what is it? I don't write it. So you have to have your sales page copy done, but I do design it, design the whole thing. Got it. Yeah. Which is super valuable, right? I've hired people to put my sales pages together because it's not something I want to do. And I love that. Yeah. Now the person that hired you just real quick on this, the person that hired you where you charge 1500 to like customize it for them Is that something that you just said you hired a VA, they're helping with your podcast and so forth. Is that something that you could teach another person? Yeah, she's actually a designer. My VA, she's actually, that's what she used to do, which she doesn't anymore. She's a designer. So what I'd love to see you do if you have those opportunities Mm -hmm. is that you record yourself doing it. Mm. with the maybe not five hours of recording, but just like giving your thought process, giving your, why you're doing what you're doing on the page and you teach someone else to do that. Right. And so if someone's paying you $1,500 and you're paying somebody else, I don't know, whatever it is, 20 20 bucks an hour, let's just say, Mm -hmm. and it takes them five hours. Well, you know, that's a hundred bucks and you pay them and you just made 1500. You know what I mean? So I, in that, that way it gets it off your plate. All you would need to do is, you know, the project description basically to your VA. And then you're doing the, the quality control, if you will, prior to sending it back, you're fixing whatever needs to be fixed and then boom, you're done. So maybe you go from spending five hours to 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's not something I've pushed and it's maybe an avenue that I need to take with my current my current sales paid like the course customers and say like, Hey, want to just have my team do it for you. Yeah. And then say, because you're, you know, an irresistible sales page customer already, you get it at this price, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I love that you got customers right now that you could go back to. Yeah. Again, this is like the low hanging fruit, like what's right in front of you. Yeah. You can go, you can go back to them, make this offer. And again, this is a case of having your VA do it though, not you. Right. So you're not spending time on it. So how does all this feel? It feels good. And I remember the first call that you and I had, you said, choose a launch date. And the next time we talk, you better have a launch date. (laughs) Don't schedule your call until you have a launch date. And I actually have a launch date. So it was just 
it was, I'm glad that, you know, we had this call because I started getting all in my head again, thinking, I don't know if this is the right path to take, you know? And I think just like, again, talking to you, having you like lay it all out in front of me and saying, this is like a very clear path that you can take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I said before, before you make a decision like this, it's, you have to look at like, all right, why am I having this question? Is it because I just don't want to do this anymore? Or is it more of like, ooh, like uh, just another reason? Yeah. Right? Like, oh, like, yeah, this can work, but I'm I'm kind of afraid to commit to it. And so then it's looking at, well, what are the reasons why? Like, why are we afraid to commit to it? And we have to remember too, and I'm a perfect example of this, just because we commit to doing one thing, doesn't mean we can't pivot and make a change. Yeah. You know? It's like you're married to this one course for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? It's, this is what the focus is now or what it can be now. Once you make that decision, then the energy shifts, right? Because if we're just not sure about something, if we're kind of half-assing it again, it's like the energy isn't there. And so that's going to be reflected in our revenue, in our registrants, all that stuff. Yep. And, and so when you commit to it, are you officially committing to it right now? Yes, I am. And I, I mean, I have the entire launch plan already. Like, Boom. What's the launch date? So I was going to do it at the end of October, but I knew I would be completely stressing myself out trying to do that because I wanted okay. to give myself enough time to build up my, my list and my audience first. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm actually going to do a November launch, which I've never done before, which I'm a little worried about, but I am going to schedule it. Right now I have, I'm, I'm going to do three webinars too. And I already have two JV webinars lined up. Like <laughs> already lined up JV partners for it. I've already went all. Boom. <laughs> I love it. So um, right now what I have is my first live webinar is going to be on November 12th. Okay. And then, so that's going to be cart open day is November 12th. And then okay. we're going to close the cart on November 20th. So it's going to be a eight day launch or yeah. Why eight days? Because I want to be able to fit in three webinars and the JV webinars. So I usually do a shorter cart open time, but it only gives me enough time to do like two webinars and not do any of the JV webinars. Well, because why, can't, why can't you invite the JV people to your webinars? I don't know. Honestly, I'm not entirely sure how that all works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to so do that, that. Yeah, that is like you, you have to set up, you know, I mean, just kind of count them as like a normal affiliate. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Rather than, cause what I was planning on doing was basically having them promote the webinar for me. Like, Hey, I'm going live with Amanda Mm -hmm. to talk about sales pages, sign up here, register here. Okay. So that's a different story. If you want to do that, I like the idea. I like that a lot. Are they big affiliates? You don't have to name their names, but... Um, they, they- one of them is, yeah. And she has a membership site with over 200 people where their primary focus is on creating passive revenue. So okay. she's like perfect target market. And then the other one is a Facebook ads consultant who runs Facebook ads for people who are launching and then also has a ton of DIY courses for people who are launching. So they're both perfect people, which is why I reached out to them. Yeah. And they have a lot of people... And the one was actually an affiliate for my last launch and did very well. So, so yeah, that's why I wanted to reach out to her to see if she would be interested in doing like a separate webinar just for her audience. So my, I love it. My concern is number one, I'm not a huge fan of having an eight day open Mm -hmm. cart. You know, I've done, 
I mean, I've done two weeks. I've done, I think we talked about this. I've done two weeks. I've done 10 days. I've done seven. I've done five. I've done four. My sweet spot personally is in that four to five day range of open cart. And that's what I usually do. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to, you know, obviously you can absolutely do it, but Mm -hmm. it's harder to keep up the momentum over that long of a cart period. The second reason where I'm kind of like, you are getting, even though it's still eight days, I think Thanksgiving is a little bit late here this year. Yeah. I think it's on the 28th. Yeah. But you're still kind of getting closer to Thanksgiving, which is a concern. Mm -hmm. So where I'm going with this is I'm just wondering whether, so when are you thinking about, because this does introduce logistical challenges, right? Whenever you do a, a, whenever you do a JV launch, like your job or somebody on your team becomes the focus for the JV, ensuring that they have everything that they need, whether it's copy, whether it's ads, whether it's, you know, whatever interviews with you, what have you. So I'm just, so if you're doing that in this shortened time, I mean, basically that's a little over a month from right now, Mm -hmm. you already have limited time And I'm just wondering whether maybe you only, when were you trying to, when were you thinking about doing your webinars versus webinars? So what I have it set, because I have to schedule it around my daycare. So the only two days a week that I have to do webinars are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So that's why I'm opening the cart on Tuesday, the 12th, because I want to do my first webinar that day. I'm going to do my second webinar on that Wednesday, the 13th to give people just two time options. And then I wanted to do, and the third webinar, I haven't decided if maybe I can just skip the third webinar and then just shift focus to focus on those JV webinars. But I was planning on doing the JV webinars on the 19th as well as my third webinar. Okay. Which is a Tuesday. Yeah. And then closing the cart the next day on the 20th, just to give people that were on the third webinar a chance to sign up before the cart closes. So from a logistical perspective, you realize you're going to have to have follow-up sequences for each one that you do, your own and then the two JVs. Yep. Have they picked a time, the JVs? That's what I'm still trying to figure out is um, one of them just, you know, reached out and said, hey, what time do you want to do it on? So I haven't figured out exactly what time we're going to do. So if you want to do the, your own and the JVs, this is what I'm kind of is my gut feeling on this. Mm -hmm. My thought is to do one webinar yourself Mm -hmm. and then the next day. So do it on Tuesday. And then on the Wednesday, the day after Mm -hmm. do the two JV webinars. So she can't do the JV webinar on that, that week at all, which is actually why we pushed it to that next week. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's a different story. She'll be completely out of town. So what's that date? The 19th? The 19th is when we have it scheduled for us to do the webinar. Yep. So wait, so you were going to close cart the next day? The 20th. Yeah. I don't love that. Okay. I don't love that because it doesn't give you any opportunity to do any kind of follow-up sequence. Right. It's all. basically like hoping that they purchase right there on the webinar. <laughs> yeah. What if you, is that person, well, regardless, what if you push that one to January? The JV webinar with her? Mm-hmm. I could. Or you could do it in December, you know, early December, like after. Oh, and just do like something separate, like just a totally, separate, just, just a push. Uh, yeah. One-off for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I would do that. I would do that. Okay. So I would do... I might do two webinars yourself on that Tuesday. 
offer two yeah. different times. Okay. And then on the next day, do your JV webinar and then okay. do your follow-up. And I would do, I would say, do no more than seven day cart close. So you think close it on the 19th then? I mean, uh, personally, if I were doing that, I would probably close it on the following Tuesday. Yep. So that's the 19th. So open the 12th, yeah. close on the 19th. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Again, there's no like super right or wrong. I know like, the, the card open. Like I just, I'm not a big fan of like a long card open just because there's, you know, it's, it's difficult to keep momentum up mm -hmm. and it's like, let's do this. You know, right. you want in, let's do this. You're, are gonna, you in or are you out? Yeah. It's going to change your business. <laughs> Come on, let's go. You know? And so I mean, that's, that's what I would do. Is okay. it crazy to open the cart on the 12th, which is a Tuesday, and then close it on the 15th, which is a Friday? I mean, is that too short? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think that's what I did last time. And I, but I only did one webinar. But if I do mm -hmm. both my webinars on the same day, then it's you know not an issue as far as having yeah. enough time. Why don't we do this? Why don't you do this? Close it on Monday, the following Monday. Monday? What is that, the 18th? Yes. Yeah. Close it at midnight, you know, or 1159 that night. Okay. Yep. Now I don't have any time that day to, or like dedicated time. I guess I could go live, but like, do you usually recommend doing anything on the last day of your cart open as far as like how you show up? Well, I mean, you could pre-record a video. Mm -hmm. You know, I would, if, if you cannot go live on that day, mm -hmm. then I would pre-record a video or two. Okay. And just send that out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. And then, you know, just explain to the other JV, just say, you know what? I just want to make sure that this is the best. We're setting this up for the best possible success for you. Yeah. You know, so for that reason, I don't want to push it too close to Thanksgiving. I'd rather do it after Thanksgiving, but early on in December. Okay. You know, always lead with the benefit to them. Okay. Yeah. So close cart on Monday, 11, 18. Okay. Yep. And then obviously, as you, as you know, you work backwards from your cart open day, right? Yep, it's like, so all right ads, yeah, ads are going to start my pre, my pre-launch content. I mean, it's pretty much now. Yeah. Like you're, the, the 14th technically is like, I usually do like four weeks before yeah. and that's October 14th. And yeah. I already, like I said, I'm already running ads for my lead magnet. So that's yeah. going, and then I'll start promoting the webinar about a a week before I'm going to start the ads on Monday, the fourth. Awesome. And you okay. obviously want an email sequence. That's already going, that's going to go out to your existing email list, inviting them to the webinar. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, all right. Before we wrap up, what is your yep. revenue goal? So I have a good, better, best goal. My good goal is 30 people, which is 15,000. So okay. that would be, basically doubling my last launch. Mm -hmm. My better would be 40 people, which is 20,000. Mm -hmm. And then my best would be 50 people at 25,000. Love it. So all you're doing, it's just numbers. Yeah. Run the numbers. Yep. Okay, cool. How many people, you know, using some of the conversion rates that you've gotten in the past, run the numbers. Right. What does that mean for the number of people that you need to get registered, all that stuff? Cool. Very cool. All right. <laughs> So you feel good about this direction? I feel good. Yeah, feel I feel good. Like I just, 
I need to just stay focused. I need to put my blinders on. I get distracted very easily. So if this is the, the decision you're making, this becomes your focus, yeah. right? So your focus is building your email list and then gearing up for this launch and then yeah. making any kind of improvements to the course if you need to. Right. You know, and just remembering that, look, like just because you're committing to it right now, doesn't mean that you have to commit to it for, you know, forever. Of my life. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I, I have the, I have the plan in place. I just need to just stay on track. And like I said, just focus, just put yep. my head down and focus. So yep. yeah. 100%. So yeah. just map it out. I mean, you have limited time during the week and you got hour, certain hours, like chunk your time, put it on the calendar. Like, all right, I'm working on this during this time, working on this during this time. That way you have a complete plan for between now and your launch yep. and you get all mapped out. Yep. And I think, I mean, if, if I can just finally go all in on it, I can know like, okay, this is definitely going to work because it, like I said, like I just, I haven't always, I haven't ever really gone all in on it. So yeah. I've never really given it a chance. So I need to at least give it a chance and exactly. see how it turns out. And then. And you have JV people who are working with your ideal audience right. telling you, yes, let's do a JV partnership on this. Yeah. So that is further validation of what you're creating here. Yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like I need to leverage like the audience that I already have. I've already built up this audience that knows me for sales pages and I totally. need to like leverage that as much as possible. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally yep, got I this. Good. I feel Love good. It. I'm excited right now. I'm pumped up. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep me updated on this launch. Okay. I will. Yes. All right. All right. All good right. stuff. All right. All right. Talk Thank to you. you. Yeah. Bye. Hey, again, if you're an online expert and you're wanting to take your business to the next level and you're interested in applying to be part of my next six-month accelerator mastermind group, go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator to apply. This is application only. So go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. You'll fill out the application right there. And if we feel like you might qualify, then you'll hop on a strategy call with me to see if you're a fit for the next group. All right, my friends, coming up on the podcast, I've got another quick tip episode coming your way. Thank you so much for listening today. Super appreciate you. And I'll see you right back here for another episode of the Art of Online Business podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.